0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday, the 20th of July. I'm Richard Newman.
1: And I'm Emily Farrier.
0: Wildfires rage in Europe as the UK records unprecedented temperatures. We've seen firefighters working in extremely arduous conditions.
1: And Vladimir Putin leaves Russia for the second time since his invasion of Ukraine. Uh, They all actually are having something of a quarrel with the West. Times of London, Daily World
0: Briefing. We start in Europe, which has been struggling to cope with an intense heat wave causing wildfires in Spain, France, Greece and the UK. Authorities in Portugal have recorded more than 1,000 heatwave-related deaths since the 7th of July, where temperatures have reached as high as 47 degrees Celsius or 117 Fahrenheit. The conditions, together with an ongoing drought and poor forest management, have been blamed for wildfires there. But Portugal's Director of Health, Gracia Freitas, says it's something they may have to get used to. According to forecasts, Portugal is among one of the areas of the globe that could be affected by these phenomena of extreme heat or higher than expected temperatures, we have to be more and more prepared for this period of high temperatures. Southwestern France has been battling its worst wildfires in 30 years, forcing more than 30,000 people to evacuate their homes following blazes which have spread across more than 75 square miles in the countryside surrounding Bordeaux. British expat Paul Virtue watched from the beach in Arcachon as flames threatened to reach his home. Maybe we just need a little bit of luck. We only hope that this uh, can be contained in the forest, and we can go back to our homes within the next week, and then we can look at the damage, and with the Mary, we can make some changes so this doesn't happen again to the people of Arkham. Well, the UK reported its highest temperature on record over 40 Celsius with several areas breaking the previous high mark of 38.7 Celsius. It caused mass travel disruption. Much of the rail network is not set up to deal with such conditions leading to the cancellation of train services on some of the busiest routes but as the day went on so did reports of grass fires with London and the counties of Hertfordshire and Leicestershire major incidents. The most devastating was in Wennington, in East London, where flames and smoke engulfed the village, spreading to homes. Jonathan Smith is the London Fire Brigade's assistant commissioner. We've had a number of significant incidents spread right across the capital, right from major incidents where we've deployed over 100 firefighters to bring them under control through to much more lower level incidents. So we've seen grassland and woodland fires in particular, and we've seen firefighters working in extremely arduous conditions. In Greece, people were evacuated from their homes on the outskirts of Athens as strong winds fueled a wildfire, while Spain has also continued to battle blazes. There are warnings that incidents like this will become more common unless efforts to tackle climate change are stepped up.
1: Russian President Vladimir Putin is in Iran for only his second foreign trip since Moscow invaded Ukraine in February. He's been meeting with Iran's President Ali Khamenei and the country's President, Ibrahim Raisi, as well as Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. The visit is a chance for President Putin to deepen his ties with Iran, and there are concerns that they could be forging a new anti-Western alliance. Michael Binion, a former diplomatic and foreign correspondent for The Times, tells us a little more about this meeting. Uh, They all have different interests. Uh, They both want to see a settlement in Syria, though the Turks would like to have a crack at the Kurds there. Uh, They all actually are having something of a quarrel with the West. So it suits them uh, this time, straight after Biden's visit to Saudi Arabia and the Gulf, to to show a sort of solidarity with the alternative alliance. Syria has been declared as the main topic of the meeting. The U.S. declaring it aims to isolate Iran over its nuclear program will also be discussed, as will the war in Ukraine, leaving Turkey in a unique diplomatic position. Stephen Erlinger, chief diplomatic correspondent for Europe at The New York Times, told Times Radio that the relationship between the countries is difficult to understand. They have a kind of transactional relationship. They don't talk much about values, shared values. Mm. Um, What they have are some shared interests. If the Americans are right, the Russians want to buy drones, armed drones from Iran. Iran to use against Ukraine while Turkey is selling Ukrainian drones to use against Russians. So Mm. it's a very odd axis. On the way, Netflix begins its comeback story and a massive win in a European lottery. Times of London Daily World Briefing
0: to Myanmar, where the World Court is set to rule on whether it has jurisdiction to hear a complaint by the Gambia against the country. It's five years on from a mass flee of Rohingya Muslims after a military crackdown. Refugees claims that included killings and rape. Rights groups have documented the burning of villages and the killing of civilians. Myanmar has objections to the legal case, arguing that the Gambia is not a party to the dispute. But if a decision is made in the Gambia's favour, it could pave the way for the courts to hear the case in full, which could take years. Since the flee in August 2017 of around 730,000 Rohingya Muslims, governments and human rights officials worldwide have condemned the military operation.
1: It's been characterized by many as ethnic cleansing. That must stop. We
0: condemn all human rights violations and unlawful violence. We are committed to the restoration of peace,
1: stability and rule of law throughout the state. There are deep divisions between communities that remain unaddressed and humanitarian access is inadequate.
0: Myanmar also faces charges of genocide at the International Court of Justice. The country denies that, saying their forces were conducting legitimate operations against militants who attacked police protests.
1: To the United States now, where on Tuesday President Joe Biden signed an executive order that aims to deter the punishment and wrongful detention of U.S. citizens abroad by government agencies. This comes after a growing pressure from the families of detainees and hostages, most recently the highly publicized detention of WNBA star Brittany Griner, who's being held in Russia on drug charges. White House National Secretary Spokesman John Kirby spoke at a press conference on Tuesday
0: president remains laser focused on, on these cases and in constant touch with his national security team and with our uh, special presidential envoy for hostage affairs on all these cases, including, of course, Mr. Whalen and, and, uh, and Mrs. Greiner.
1: The families lambasted the administration for preventing them from asking questions during a video call on Monday that previewed the action and criticized Washington for lacking a solid strategy to bring their loved ones home. Diane Foley is the mother of James Foley a journalist who'd been detained multiple times overseas before being abducted and killed in Syria by a member of the Islamic State in 2014.
0: The average detention time now is going near five years. These are not people who've been held for a few months. These are people who've been held for many years, true political prisoners in most cases. So it's an urgent problem. I'm just so afraid that they will die in captivity, that they will be forgotten.
1: No official figures of U.S. detainees abroad have been released. However, the foundation named in James Foley's legacies believes that more than 60 citizens are wrongfully imprisoned in around 18 countries. On Tuesday, the U.S. State Department added travel advisories, claiming there's an elevated risk of wrongful detention for the countries of Myanmar, China, Iran, North Korea, Russia, and Venezuela.
0: The Times Daily World Briefing, sport.
1: With Barcelona's capture of Robert Lewandowski, here's Kane Reeves. Robert
0: Lewandowski says he's joined Barcelona to get them back to the top and back to winning titles again. The Poland captain's 50 million euro move from Bayern Munich was confirmed last night. He'll be paraded later today. His contract includes a 500 million euro release clause. He scored 50 goals in 46 games last season as he helped Bayern win a 10th straight Bundesliga title. The German champions completed the signing of the Netherlands defender Matthias de Litt from Juventus. It's on a five year contract and the deal is worth 77 million euros. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment. 970,000 doesn't seem as large a number when compared to 2 million. At least that's how Wall Street is looking at the amount of subscribers Netflix lost last quarter. The streaming service announced in April that they expected 2 million subscribers to go, but it ended up being less than half of that. The news gave Netflix a shares boost during after-hours trading, which have fallen roughly 67% due to customer growth concerns. The company had been on a hot streak of growth until streaming services by Disney, Amazon, Warner Brothers Discovery and Apple hit their market hard. Netflix attributed its slowdown to a variety of factors in a letter to their shareholders on Tuesday, including password sharing, which it aims to clamp down on, as well as competition and a sluggish economy. There are plans to launch a less expensive ad-supported option next year. And hoping to build on the success of the mega hit series Stranger Things, Netflix plans to give the Stranger Things treatment to at least a dozen series and films. And finally, a very lucky person in the UK has become richer than Adele in an instant after winning a record jackbot in a lottery, which is played in several European countries, including France and Spain.
1: The winner is now 195 million pounds, or roughly 234 million US dollars, better off. But we don't know yet who's claimed it. That would be enough to buy 11 Boeing 747 jets or a townhouse in London's pricey Mayfair.
0: They've become just the 15th British person to win a sum of over £100 million. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday, the 20th of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.